Okay, San Francisco, damn, I thank you for tuning in. Didi LaFrac, keep it real, won't you tell it like it is. Bohemian woman up in San Francisco, talking life plenty convo. Super honest, you already know, the dopest, coolest podcast, yo. Yeah, sharing her life, her stories, I hope you ready, sit back, relax. Hey everybody, it is Didi, this is San Francisco, damn, for Monday, December 26th. 2022. I hope everybody is doing beautifully. Listeners, thank you so much for being here. Regular listeners, you've got the best taste. Guys, I hope you are doing well this holiday season. I used to say happy holidays. I have to say, I would be saying happy holidays as a rebellious thing. I am not necessarily a religious person. And I was socialized to be obedient and conformist back in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So when I came out, to California, I wasn't under the the uh, control of the matriarchy in my community. wasn't under the control of my mother or my big sisters or the religion I was raised with. So I stopped saying "Merry Christmas" as to be rebellious. Like oh, I didn't want to obey. Like "Merry Christmas," I would say "Happy Holidays." And I remember once I was at an airport. Maybe it was in Colorado somewhere. I was eating by myself in Chicago, some airport, and it was uh, a waitress, and it was Christmas time, and then, and I said, oh, I said, happy holidays. It just came out. I wasn't being rebellious to her, but that was my salutation. She got so upset that I said happy holidays. Now, see, that's kind of like authoritarianism, and I'll get to the point of this show. And, and she was going around saying, hmm. It's not, it's not happy holidays, it's Merry Christmas. And I could hear her like she was, she was mad that I said that. I'm, I'm thinking, wait, lady, you are a waitress bringing me food. So since she was bringing me food, I didn't show any attitude to her, but I was thinking, how dare you? However, that said, I'm here to say Merry Christmas. <laughs> happy holidays, happy Kwanzaa. <laughs> Kwanzaa is like a Black Lives Matter thing, and happy Hanukkah, and happy Festivus to the rest of us, and any other holidays that I am forgetting. And speaking of Kwanzaa, supposedly it was created by some jailbird. I don't know all the the details. Uh, some jailbird dude created Kwanzaa to take the light off of his nonsense. Now I'm I'm reviewing the Elvis movie. I spoke about Elvis before, and I have to overshare. Elvis is my 2022 eye worm, and eye worm is something that you have to keep watching. Earworm is a song that gets stuck in your head, and you keep hearing the song over and over. Well, Elvis Presley is my I worm finally saw the movie last night the Elvis movie I rented it on Amazon I'd seen a lot of the clips from the movie so I almost felt like I saw the whole movie I saw so many clips it's a great movie and if the Academy Awards if the people on the Academy don't give this movie one of three Oscars it should get the best actor the best director or the best picture they may not give it the best picture but they should give it the best director or the best actor. This young guy, his name is Austin Butler. I think he did a fantastic job. And I have to put this out here as a black woman reviewing a movie about Elvis Presley. There are a fair amount of black people. This might be controversial. There are a fair amount of black Americans that have entertainment supremacy. 
they have this idea that we black people are the be all of end all of art black people create the best art black people create the best music there would be no music without black people hey i get it i'm a black person i'm a little bit more realistic than that especially concerning elvis he has been accused of being racist by some black people and i have to put this out here before i continue with the review of this movie i've heard it all and i also did some research now some of the architects of rock and roll like little richard chuck berry fats domino and then the king of the blues bb king and the uh, hardest working man in show business, King of Soul, James Brown. All these guys, James Brown, B.B. King, Fats Domino, a Little Richard. Like, he's a real king of rock and roll. Little Richard. And is there another one? Oh, and uh, Chuck Berry. All of these guys loved Elvis Presley. I mean, all of these guys loved Elvis Presley. The people who started talking about that he was, Elvis was racist were black people in the 1980s. I don't know where they got, got it from. So since Elvis has been my eye worm, I've seen all the videos on YouTube. I keep watching them. I keep discovering new ones. I, I love him. And in the last years of his life, when he did this residency in Vegas and he was doing these crazy tours, three years or something, he did a thousand shows. He would do two shows a night. People who haven't been an artist, that's grueling. That's grueling on your body. It's also grueling psychologically because you really don't have a life. I think I've mentioned this before, being a performer, I did performance art, media art, comedy, when plays, I toured with the Tony Award winning San Francisco Mime Troupe. Now, I'm not a star, never been a star. Cult, multiple award-winning cult, mixed media cult, art figure. The point I'm making is what he did was outstanding. He blended genres in this movie, Elvis, the director, Boz Lerman. He's this Australian dude that has a lot of filler and Botox. Fluent. And he made a movie that I walked out of. He did this movie, Moulin Rouge, with uh, Redhead. She used to be married to Tom Cruise. Nicole Kidman, I walked out of that movie. It was like never ending, never. I'm like, oh, oy. He, may, he makes a beautiful film, though. The uh, black supremacists, black entertainment supremacists, they still talk about, they kind of denigrate Elvis Presley. They have it wrong. I think that if you don't like somebody because of something that you've heard and they're an artist, I think... For me as an artist, now I'm biased, I'm an artist. I would look at the person's art to see if this is true or not. It's not true. And the point I was saying, making about Elvis, he's doing these 1,000 shows, doing these tours, doing these residencies in Vegas. Five years in a row, he's in Vegas. His background singers were the sweet inspirations, black women. He had a, a maid, her name was Mary, not a maid, a cook. I mean, he loved this woman, and I, I saw the video. The point I'm making is he wasn't racist. He wasn't racist. I think that the black entertainment supremacists uh, dis Elvis because he he was kind of like a, he was a proxy for a black man, but America, you know, come on. I think America is a nice country. It's got some racism. Elvis got to be Elvis. He's a white guy, and white people, especially back then, America's more segregated. White men in America than anybody, so he got to stand up and be the soulful, sexy uh, performer. Very sexy. Elvis Presley, in his prime, when you look at his video, the man was sexy. He would ha have these white jumpsuits on with little belts by his butt, and he was, like, wiggling and around. The man was hot. 
he was also a cultural icon in the 50s. This was a shift in America when it went from Sinatra, you know, the divorced dad singing all of his lonely alcoholic songs to Elvis Presley, singing about uh, sex in a baritone and swiveling his hips. It was so outrageous that they, I think they arrested Elvis Presley. They took him off stage and the U.S. government shipped him over to Germany for two years in the late 50s. I really didn't know all about that. Got him out of America because he was like, they were saying, this is race music. White girls acting like he's a black man shaking his hips. They were acting, the politicians were wacky. Elvis, he uh, paid his dues. It wasn't all, life wasn't a crystal stare for him. This is sexist, womanist, bohemian excellence. It's the San Francisco Dam Zone with Dee Dee LaFrac. And what I really liked about the movie, the filmmaker made sure throughout the entire movie to show how much he, he was influenced by black culture. They showed the black friends that he had. They showed his singers. So this is not a man that was a racist. Elvis Presley was not a racist. The mythology of supremacy, and some people just bitter that there's a good-looking white guy. And frankly, some black people think that the only good-looking guys should be on stage should be black people. And, you know, some black people are wrong, just like some people who are racist in general are wrong. As for this movie, it's quite entertaining. I couldn't imagine what it took for the actor to get into that headspace to step into the shoes of an icon like Elvis. He did all the singing. He did all the dancing. He's playing guitar. This guy was mixed media on this film. So, long story short, you should watch it. You could rent it on. I rented it on Amazon. You could also rent it on YouTube for like five. It's worth seeing if you don't know anything about Elvis. So, you'll see him from the 50s to the 60s to the 70s. He was in movies. He, he was next to Michael Jackson. Elvis Presley and Michael Jackson are the most famous best-selling artist in the world today okay if you didn't know that in the world today so there it is five stars 10 out of 10 you must see elvis the movie and if the academy awards if the oscars if they don't give this movie a best actor or a best director or a best film completely out of touch with what the american public once. All right. So what's going on with you and your part of the world here in San Fran fentanyl? It is about to be cold and rainy. I cannot say that the conditions are better in the city. Daily Mail, one of my top sources of news, just had another article in there about San Francisco. In fact, one of my followers, a mutual follow on Twitter, they showed her video. Like all these people in San Francisco, Twitter, they they show all their videos on the Daily Mail and they make articles about them. You know, good for them. I'd rather have articles about my books that I've got coming. Yeah, my books are coming anyway. Happy New Year, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa to you. Thank you for listening. Make sure to look at the show list. There are over 900 shows back when I was doing this show daily. 900 back-to-back daily shows. I am Dee Dee Dam. I love you. I Thank you for listening to San Francisco Dam with Dee Dee LaFrac. Remember to subscribe on Apple Podcast, Anchor App, Spotify, and wherever podcasts are found.